Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. What's up, guys? It's NBA All-Star Weekend in New Orleans. We got the three-point shootout. We got the slam dunk contest. Craig Singer Charity, NBA All-Star Game. Let's talk about it. Stay with us. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Too bad the East didn't bounce back. No, they did not. West side oh, for yeah. life. Hey. Oh, that's right. You're West Coast. I am East born Coast and raised. Oh, so, no. yeah. Crystal Wright team. We're East Coast. But you know Go. what? I kind of got to take this back because she's a Warriors fan. Oh. So she roots for a West Coast team. So you're, you're, I, you're in that in-between area. I am. I'm I like understand. the best of both worlds, you know. I understand. I'm from the Mecca, but I, I rock no, with the best. No, California is actually the Mecca now. We've overtaken the Mecca. No, 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 James Harden. I mean, I can go on. Welcome like, to the after show right. for the NBA All-Star Game weekend. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be breaking down, I guess, all the events or lack of events that went on during this weekend. I'm Josh Rodriguez. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore Christine. Where can they find you? Oh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Christine Bean with three E's. I'm Jill Monroe, and you can follow me everywhere at Stiletto Jill. And that's right. I said it. The West Coast. Best Coast. Oh, please. Stop it. Amen. Stop it. <laughs> All right, anyway. Um, so before we get started and break things down specifically, I just want to get your thoughts on the weekend in general. Did you like it? Thumbs up, thumbs down, passing grade, A, B, C, D, F. I'm going to give it like a, what, what's passing? Passing is a C. A D. A D? I'm not going to give it a C. I don't think I'm going to give it a C. Passing is a C. You know what's crazy? <laughs> I, this has nothing to do with basketball, but it's A, B, C, D. We completely skip E and go straight to F. Right. Why is that? Teachers, teachers, know. teachers out Those, there. Um, educational professionals, can you help us out? Because I have no clue. <laughs> All right. It's a great question, though. But what were you saying, Christine? I'm sorry. Eh, I would give it like a B minus. B minus, okay. C plus. B minus, C plus. It was okay. just like, so it passed. Meh. It passed. It passed. Like, there were things to watch, and I was like, eh, all right. Okay. Jill. I easily like flipped off the game. Okay. I mean, I give it a C. I think the one thing about All Star that is consistent is that it's going to be, eh, you know, you're not going to get that much competition. This is really a mental break for the players because you know they are at the halfway point of the season. They're run down. They're sick of looking at their teammates, and then they come back to get that playoff push started. So I don't expect greatness, but sometimes I, you know, the entertainment factor kind of wiggles. So. Yeah, I'm going to be a little more harsh. I'm giving it an F. Oh, I really am. Damn. I didn't enjoy anything. Nothing? No, no, nothing. I mean, we'll get into it, but there's not one. I mean, aside from the whole Craig Sager thing, which I thought was awesome, I hated this weekend. It was terrible. Oh, wow. The dunk contest was booty. The oh, kid- I say, <laughs> the hot fire. The, the dunk flames. contest was trash. That's what I'm saying. Like, absolute I, trash. You know, I think the problem that happens with the dunk contest, and they go through this every couple of years, one... What other dunks can we realistically see? It's very hard creatively to come up with something new. Also, I think you move into the area where you want to see creativity and theater and showmanship. 
or you just want to see dunks. Right. And I think that whenever it's too far on one side, we're ready to see the other side. So, all right. Well, so let's, let's get started. I mean, we'll talk about the dunk contest later, but I want to start off with the three point shootout. Who I picked on Sports Weekly on Black Hollywood Live, by the way. I got this correct. I picked Eric Gordon. And he beat Kyrie in overtime, which was pretty cool. Um, what did you think about the three-point contest? I mean, out of all the contests, I guess that was, like, pretty much the one that you ex- not expect. You didn't expect the result. But it is what it is. It's just a bunch of people shooting the three ball. So what did you think? Eh, that was underwhelming for me, too. I wasn't that invested in the people who were participating this year. Right. And, I mean, being that I'm a Warriors fan, I was obviously rooting for Clay to repeat. But yeah. he just... He flamed out. He flamed yeah. out. He didn't even qualify for the second round. I was like, damn, What's homie. Yeah, he did not. Yeah, he was, was he was a big disappointment. We got Eric Gordon shooting threes right here. This was Knocking your winner. Um, and you know what's cool? Houston's a very nice story this year. I mean, they obviously switched their coach to uh, Mike D'Antoni. And don't get me started about that as a Nick fan because I'm actually one of the few Nick fans who like Man- Mike D'Antoni. Tony. I mean, but, in the right situations, Mike D'Antoni can be your coach. Oh, he yeah. can make guys look like stars. I mean, right. what's happening there with James Harden now is similar to, I feel like, those Steve Nash years right. back in Phoenix. So this is this is Eric Gordon, and he's killing it this he's year. He's got those money balls You know, yeah. I don't feel a type of way about Eric Gordon. He's always been meh to me that he felt he was much better than what he actually well, was. Well, he's always been injured. You know, and yeah. I'm a Clippers fan, so I remember uh, when he was here, yeah, yeah. and yep. he didn't do much work, but he, he felt like he should be a star. There was that tension um, as far as the point guard mark. Yeah. I, I was hoping Swaggy P showed up. Swaggy P, yeah. come on. Yeah. Like, no, listen, he just didn't deliver. What are you doing? Oh, I, I this is back something. to Turf Wars. The only first people in this whole country who thought Swaggy P was going to do anything are the people who live in Los Angeles. Everybody no, else no, no, knew no, no, no. Swaggy P wasn't doing anything. I didn't Please. say I thought he was going to win. Right. I thought he would be more entertaining. He All just right. got up there and kind of was like he checked them up yeah that was it okay but uh, yeah back to your point I was very disappointed in Clay yeah very disappointed he went in on Clay. a post game interview talking about yeah I'm a defendant it's gonna be easy like like I, I thought this was gonna be easy peasy for him he didn't even make right. it past the first round I right. was like what a dud Wesley Matthews also put up a stinker CJ McCollum had a uh, people were expecting him to do well it was, I, I wasn't really like, to me he's not like an elite shooter no you're to right. me so I was like ah you could put up shots but I wasn't expecting like flames of glory like yeah. it was alright he's not one of the guys that I would be yeah looking towards I wasn't like, excited did you think Kyrie was going to beat Eric Gordon in overtime um I did. You did? I, yeah. I thought I mean I thought Kyrie would come out on top Eric Gordon again nondescript player didn't even realize he was like in the top <laughs> differential of threes this season. You know, with everything going on in Houston, he's somebody I just overlook. Really? Yeah. He might win six men of the year. Do you think so? Yes, absolutely. Who's going to beat him out for six men of the year? Um, exactly. Yeah, that's a great question. Especially I, I the year gonna, Houston's having. I was going to put out a name, but then I had to think about their. No, I had to think about their record. Doesn't matter. Lou Will has been. I mean, I know you know he had a, that year with yeah, Toronto made, a couple of years no, back, right. but he um, there's been a stretch where he has been lighting it up, coming off the bench, double digits. His assists have been high. He's really made an impact on the game when he stepped in. So you know, I thought he might be in the conversation. I don't really. I guess I haven't really thought about six man of the year okay. this year. I haven't considered that either. What did you guys think about a whole rack being money balls? Like, did you agree with that? Did you like it? Did it make the competition more interesting for you, or was it just? Eh? Because there's not much you can do for the three-point contest to make it more interesting. The three-point contest, though, has been more interesting consistently over the last couple of years than almost the dunk contest at time. And I think that that's a credit to your guys' staff and the way, <laughs> you know, with just the way that three-point shooting and distance shooting has sort of overtaken the league as, you know, a dagger, an exciting play point. Before, it was all dunks. You know, Steph is somebody that plays, you know, below the rim. Right. And so... Um, I like that they try and mix it up, give you a little something different, because to your point, 
I mean, it's like it's like Coke and Pepsi. So not too much that you can really <laughs> no, do right. with it. So right. yeah, I don't mind. Like sometimes there's a rack with all money balls or some, you know, just little things because it puts more pressure on. All right, so I'm gonna throw out a suggestion. Tell me if you like it, since you know we're having we're in an age of like sharpshooters. Basically, the line people argue that the line is too close now. What if during this three point contest, there's like a line was a straight across the court, like at thirty feet, like thirty two feet away, and each player takes a rack from beyond thirty feet. And those are worth like, maybe like a money ball, uh, like a money ball to show off how f- you know range. consistent you are. From I a think that's range. a great idea. That's yeah, a great idea. I think it would be a cool idea, especially to like just expand the the scope of the contest because right. where this contest like looks for consistency, where yeah. that would kind of test your range plus consistency. So I think it would be a cool element to spice it up because yeah. you're just getting the same thing. It's just the player, the lights, the action, boom, and okay. that's it. After a while, so. I guess grades again. I'm, I'm going to ask grades for everything. Okay. Three-point contest. Grade. Mrs. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a D because my man Clay didn't show up. Okay. Yeah, C minus. I'm giving it a C minus, too. This is the only thing that's going to get a C minus from me. Uh, well, there but, it but is. Overall, it yeah. averaged an F. Yeah, averaged because <laughs> obviously you know, you know what's coming. Yeah. You know what's coming. And let's talk about... Actually, before we get into the slam dunk contest, let's talk about the whole Craig Sager thing. Um, obviously, people, if you have any type of pulse within the NBA or basketball, you know what happened with Craig Sager. He passed away, uh, the beloved sideline reporter for TNT. And I think it was a beautiful thing that the NBA did, you know, having raising money for basically, was it the Craig Sager Foundation? Yeah. yeah. Um, so what did you guys think about that? I thought that was awesome. I think the NBA should do more things like that. And it was nice to see stars, not only NBA stars, but, you know, Anthony Anderson was there. Yeah. DJ Howard, who hit a three. Right. Right. Came the ball. <laughs> Boss up. Boss yeah. up. I mean, honestly, I thought, yeah, out of the whole day, that was the most entertaining part for me. I gotta agree. That was the part that made me, like, take notice. I kind of had parts of the weekend on mute, to be yeah, real. So right. when I saw Ooh. that, I was like, oh my god, they're talking about Craig. Like, this is great. Yeah. It actually felt, like, heartfelt. It felt genuine. Yeah. And I thought, you know, getting everyone else involved on the court was just beautiful. Yeah. Mark, I had the video up there, by the way. It's, it's on one of the tabs. And it, it was pretty cool to see everyone at the end just, like, you know, they were all in line, like, kind of like right. a game of knockout, and they were shooting. Yeah. And, like, you know, one's going in another's going in and at the end like F this we're all just gonna keep shooting I thought that was so cool Craig's such a beloved figure and I mean his illness really did sort of unify the league people really really um, care about Craig and and his interview style and his legacy so to see all those people supporting (laughs) him and working really hard and checking it up from way back there I mean to your point look that kind of incorporates almost it could your concept because some of those guys are pretty far behind the three point line right and DJ Khaled hit a three. I mean, you know, bless up. No. <laughs> they got Reggie Miller out in his seat, no, no, too. This is my favorite part. Reggie Miller, everybody, everybody just starts that's sucking awesome. him up. Like, for a great cause like that, I, I, that's unbelievable. Yeah. That's unbelievable. They raise a lot of money, so shout yeah. out to them. Look at that. That's awesome. Look at the vibe. Everyone's having a that good was time. The, that was the yeah. best vibes yeah. all weekend. Yeah, honestly, that was my favorite part of the whole All-Star Weekend. And not that it's a, it's a shame that that was my favorite part. Obviously, it's a beautiful moment. But, mm-hmm. like, you know, I look forward to this weekend all year. I look forward. Do you? Yes. I'm, I'm, listen, listen. I was hyped for it. I was expecting a Basketball little bit more. Basketball is my favorite sport by far. It's my favorite sport, too. But I don't expect a lot from the All-Star game because it's an exhibition, because they're breaking, and because there's not going to be any defense. So if nobody's contesting the shots. Okay, but not just the All-Star game, but just, like, the weekend in general. And I'll get into it right now. I mean, the slam dunk contest. 
Come on, last year's slam dunk contest? Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, it was really yeah, good. Yeah, the creativity it was, was really top good. notch. Like the that element of suspense was there, and like just Zach Levine and um, Aaron, Aaron Gordon, Gordon yeah. like that whole you know feeling like he got robbed. I feel like there were so many so many storylines at play there, and right. now it was like, I th- well, I like the idea that they put Derek. What is it, Derek? Jones yes. Jr. Derek Jones Jr. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're from the D League, or which is now the G League, um, <laughs> because Gatorade is now the league sponsor for yeah. that. But um, I like that concept because we've seen something. If you've ever watched any of the D League games and their All Star Weekend, which is kind of, I believe it's over the Martin Luther King Jr. Holiday Weekend, they have a dunk contest there too. And so those guys are guys that we haven't seen. Hidden gems sometimes have a different sort of skill set. Um, so I like the idea of one of those guys kind of getting the call up to the big stage and showing what he can do but clearly the moment was too much for him <laughs> and you know it happened that shot one me. good dunk though oh yeah the one off the the side of the backboard yeah, and he yeah. just that was crazy was, that was i yeah. think but that was after i feel like his nerves sort of settled yeah. or he you know i don't know um i expected more from him but so did i i thought he was gonna win. yeah especially i mean aaron gordon they said his foot's hurt um that would make sense because but, I mean, yeah. after the show he put on last year right do you think he was maybe let down a little bit because he thought his competition was sort You know what? I'm going to say something that many may not agree with. I don't like to see big guys in the dunk contest. So, DeAndre Jordan, DeAndre Bobman, in-game yeah. dunker, like it, love it. Right. Dunk contest, don't want to see that. But you know what? Aaron Gordon's technically a big guy. He's a, he's a power forward. You mean he, center? I, I mean a center, but I mean the height difference, the just the yeah. frame difference. You know, Aaron Gordon is playing like a stretch four. Yes. If you think about it, okay. kind of he, you know, he's a part of the small ball movement. Whereas DeAndre is a traditional big. I just I don't want to see them. To, even when Dwight Howard used to be in it, I mean, you know, he would have some creativity points, but I just don't like to see because I feel as if you're already there. So okay. it's not as spectacular. And to go to your point, you mentioned before that I think we just become numb to these dunks, you yeah. know? And it's yeah. like, I mean, we saw Derek Jones catch it off the side of the backboard, cock it back, go between the legs and dunk it. And I was like, oh, that was awesome. But I wasn't like blown away. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it's almost like, what can they do at this point? What can they possibly I, do at this I, point? My favorite. Oh, go ahead. Christine. No, I was going to say, it actually speaks to the point that you made earlier about like being on two sides of the spectrum with this contest. You either get like the just the raw skill of how hard someone dunked it or the creativity points of, you know, like, having the drone come in with the basketball. That was and like, stupid. <laughs> I don't know. I thought... I mean, you're just trying stuff. I thought it like was a good think. idea, but it was poorly executed. Yeah. What do you think? It was, like, such a, like, lag. And then you have to, like, reload it again. Every time he missed, I was like, damn, it's kind of yeah, taken away. Yeah, that's not one of those so, notes that you can miss. You have to hit that on the first try out, and because anything yeah. after that is like, womp, womp. Yeah, but, but I think that's what we're getting now. It's either, like... It's something so creative that we just like pick it apart and then it, it just becomes trash by the time the person either makes it or not. Or you just get like points for execution of just doing like a classic good old dunk. And you know, the judges always seem to love that, tens across the board. So I don't know. Like at this point, I'm not really sure what to look for anymore with this contest. All right. Well, Christine, what do you think of props in general? Are you a fan of props? Do you think it enhances the competition? I think so because it's not like a real game situation where it's just you and the ball and you got to go. Like if you're putting props, this is a contest. You're right. adding an extra element in there. I think it's cool when it's done right. Like I said, okay. like the drone, like I thought it was like a cool idea when it first came out. And then like watching him do it four or five times over, I was like, no, you lost me. That always Jim, sucks. what do you think about the props? I, I mean, props are okay for me. I think that there's a time and a place. Sometimes it's like overkill. What I, you know, I need to fall back for a minute. Um, 
can we not jump? I mean, I know Glenn Robinson won jumping over three people. Yeah. Impressive. But I, I'm tired of people jumping over people. A little. There's only so that. much you can yeah, do. That's right? Yeah, that's kind of played I out mean, to me. You asked what my idea would be. It's something we kind of saw for a half a second tonight in the dunk contest. I want the dunk contest to be a game, a one-on-one game, all dunks, half court, just bashing back and, and forth you on dunk. one and over. And you have to dunk. It's no layup. But then, no, I, I just I know that's too much. <laughs> you know, maybe you do like two minute session. I don't know, but something like that, so you can see like in-game dunking and just, you know, I'm trying to embarrass my, somebody. My response to that, though, would be like a big man like DeAndre. All he would do is just back someone in, dunk it over top. Can you imagine shacking that type of competition? It'd be ridiculous. But still, but the thing is, that might be what, like, somebody's approach. But then what if it's a little guy or a guy that can get up, like, that would take it to you and bring it in? And That's a girl. So that me, would be a shocker. And what me and my friends used to do, I, I, I used to have a rim where you can lower it a little bit. It's like nine feet. And we used to start at opposite ends, go at the same time, and just jump with each other. That would be awesome. See, something like that. That would be know. crazy. But That's you know, an injury waiting to happen. Right, <laughs> really yeah. right on the stage. Really well, you're like... a bunch of D leaguers. That's my hop. He's got to try it out. D league first, and then yeah. you know. Roll and that's it up horrible. Top. I'm talking about them like they're not even human beings. Like that's we terrible. love you, G league yeah, guys. We everybody do. except for maybe the Clippers now as their own affiliate, and we appreciate that hard work. Yeah, you and there. you know this whole talk about the dunk contest. We haven't even really mentioned Glenn Robinson the third, who actually won. Right. We have highlights here, and um. What you, this dunk that was by far no, the best yeah, dunk. That, that was crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. Now you know the yeah, I didn't mind the dunking yeah. over the person, and then shout yeah. out to his dad, Glenn who Robinson, was you know big dog, a yep. legend with the Milwaukee solid. Bucks, very solid in the nineties. Yeah, all tens. tens. That 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 deserved all tens. That it was really one did, dunk where because, I was like, you know, he went over and then he brought it like cupped it, rocked it, yeah. brought it back. That's yeah. the leading difficulty. Like, look at that. That was. But the rest of his dunks, yeah, yeah. he tried to dab. They said on that one. He, Is that what he yeah, was doing? He, see, right there, he was like, um, I tried to dab, which I guess would have been cool. I didn't even catch that. Watch, watch. He tries to dab at the end. He tries to do a 360 and then uh, dab and dunk. Uh, so he failed on that one, even though it went in. See, look. He's like, I tried. If he I had tried. landed on a dab, maybe. Yeah. See, uh, everyone's confused. Yeah. So it kind of just like, takes what are you the talking air, about? It kind of like, takes the doing? air out the building. See? Uh, yeah, it looks like he was ho- like see, covering he should have come down first and then hit his dab. Right, not that I'm a dab expert, but it just looked like. Let me see your dab, girl. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> here we go with Sweet dab. Glenn Robinson. Yeah, but that was pretty. Yeah, nasty. I mean that I was mean, cool. Listen, you know, and like I, I said, said that what we just saw is absolutely amazing. But we're so used to like. I mean, after seeing, like I said, last year's dunk contest, like Aaron Gordon jumping over a mascot, putting the ball under his leg, like it was that just was the Aaron iconic. Gordon, Zach yeah. Levine. They brought the dunk contest back because it like it goes in waves, right. and it had been on a downward cycle. I think had Zach not gotten injured, and if he would, well, I think he, he said he wasn't, wasn't going to do, do it. Yeah, he did say that because this last year was his what second or third time doing it. Or was it his first? Second. Second. I guess, I mean, it is easy to burn out. It seems like, especially guys now, it's not like back in the 80s when it was Jordan and Neek, and they were like, yeah, let's go, head to head. You know, people are still, Skip Bayless is still talking about the fact that LeBron never was in a dunk contest. But I, for one, don't think LeBron should have been in a dunk contest because I don't think it would have been exciting. I agree. I think he's an in-game power dunker. And I think at this point, like, you're just so susceptible to being trolled so hard after this contest when you don't deliver. So I can see why people want to, like, take a step back from 
participating. Absolutely. And Mark, if you can, I don't know if there's anyone in the chat or anyone even watching. If there is, let me know and, and it pulled up so we can see. And shout out to Mark Donica, by the way, our engineer. He is the man. He is. Mark, what's up? How are you? I know you don't. You're not a fan of basketball, right? I'm a fan of All Star Game, just because it's supposed to be just like the best of the best and the coolest stuff. But yeah. I agree. This year was a little weak. Yeah. Well, there you go. Mark Donica, engineer and host here at AfterBuzz TV. Ah. <laughs> oh, stop. Oh, Mark. Uh. Oh, Mark. Um, yeah, so I, I don't even know. I, I don't know if um, we've reached a point where the dunk contest is just going to be like this. I really hope not. But I'm going to ask you guys, and I'm putting you on the spot here, so it might you know take a while to answer. But if there was one player you want to watch in the dunk contest who was not in the dunk contest, who would it be? JaVale McGee. Really? Yeah. You're a Warriors fan. <laughs> I was like, like no. I mean, we, we we already did that, didn't we? Do that wasn't Javale in the dunk yeah. contest? That was like subpar. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm gonna say. Wait, he's been in the. I think Giannis has been in the dunk contest before, hasn't he? I don't know. I feel like he was with his like his brother helped him. Could out. have been a couple. I feel like, but you know, a couple of the dunks that he did tonight in the game and some things that I've seen him do during the season. Yeah. He's so athletic. I just think that he would be someone I'd be a little bit entertained by seeing him in there. What we got in the chat? I, I can't see. Oh, from they're there. talking about. They want to talk about Boogie and the move. Oh, we're getting back. Oh, we're oh, getting back. We got you. Chronological order. Just chronological order. We got this. And guys, if you're in the chat, uh, and if you're not in the chat, you're listening, to, you know, on the audio iTunes. You know, let us know what you thought of the competition. Comment below. All that good stuff. Let us know who you think yeah. should be in the dunk. Yeah. Contest. Who would you like to see in the dunk contest? Terrence Ross again. Terrence Ross was um, good. I agree. You know, I agree. Terrence Ross was pretty good. He. Yeah. Where is he? He just got traded right to he, Orlando yep. for Serge Ibaka. Yep. That'll be interesting for Toronto. Yep. Think. Um, well, we'll get there. We'll talk about trades in a little bit. Are we? Will? Yeah. Well, I'm just going to throw that in there. <laughs> I, don't know, I can't. I can't think of anyone who I. I I'm trying to think. Obviously, Zach Levine. Right. I would love to see back in it if he gets healthy. Yeah. Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon's not doing it anymore. Yeah, he's like, I'm cool. He's out. Yeah. I'm <laughs> trying to think it. of someone who has, like, crazy hops. I don't know. It's going to have to be somebody up and coming. Like, well, you said you don't want to see any more big, so maybe a, yeah. a guard. I would like, if there was a guard with, like, crazy hops. Because think about it. When Nate Robinson was doing his thing at six right. feet tall, it was pretty amazing. Because, I mean, not that six feet is it's, small. It's small for the NBA. It's small for the NBA. And so just kind of that dynamic of seeing a little guy, my air quotes, you know, doing the, that. Yeah, the league needs, like, a Vince Carter. Someone who, yes. can, who can not only win a dunk contest easily, but also be one of the best players in the league. I miss Vince. Shout out to 40 year old Vince. I mean, you saying you're missing him? He's still on the grid. No, he's, he's not putting Vince the anymore. He dunked he's in the game right now. Recently. He's not doing it right We're celebrating him dunking. Come on. Come but on. You know, Come on. He did a little bit. All right. Sorry. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> let's, uh, let's actually move on to the game. Um, I was so disappointed in this game. <sighs> so disappointed in this game. Seems Even fast. the cupcake moment? Everything. <laughs> well, we were waiting for that. I, that's the only thing that I was like waiting on. I'm like, all right, let's see how they do this when they're, when they're all going to be on the floor. And and the whole time I was thinking, like, why did I expect something great? Every year I go into it like All Star Game. Let's do this. Let's do this. And then every year I'm like, wah wah. I mean, Russ had a couple of moments. I know he's not your favorite. That um, I thought <laughs> he brought some. And Larry Nance Jr. is a dunk contest. Yes, and I yes, like that. Yes, I like yes, that. Yes, Lakers definitely. Awesome. Show. Shout yes. out to you, Larry I, Nance. I can't see. I know it's nine five one and yeah. things. So shout out to you. That would be a great suggestion. Yes. Um, you know, I like that Russ is always competitive, and I like that he's not, even though he's a part of the AAU generation, quotes, right. air quotes again, I like that Russ is not all friendly with everybody. He had a couple of little bumps, even though this he is did. a friendly game. Yeah. That's very Kobe-esque for me, and I can appreciate that. 
Okay. Remember when um was it D Wade or no when Kobe broke D Wade's nose in the um All Star Game yep. 2012 Orlando? Yeah, I appreciate a little roughness. Now I have here. I took notes now for the All Star Game. Me and Christine watched it together, and the first thing I put was a star. Curry, please lose the headband. Oh, that, <laughs> listen, please nobody really wears headbands in the NBA anymore. It's like mellow, yeah. and that's about that's it. it. Oh, yeah. mellow and boogie. Boogie. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Guys. We'll, get there. we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, he RP. said that he was wearing it to support his brother Seth. Oh, Seth does Seth rock the headband for sure. So, you know, and Seth has been balling in yeah, Dallas a little Seth bit. Seth looks awkward with the headband. You know, listen. I feel like he wears it to differentiate himself. From the other light skin guys. From the other light skin guys out there. <laughs> the so I think Curry trying to, trying to do that is like, don't further dilute the mix. Like, you, know, yeah. you can't all look the same with that headband. It was just like, not a, not a good look. LeBron James, what happened to LeBron James' hairline? Well, you know he got he that restored, it. so he has no need for the <laughs> headband anymore. You know, you can see how he's it's like more filled in. He's getting old, but his hairline's getting better. Yeah. And I think he lost the headband. Money. I don't know if you guys remember, but Game Six of the NBA Finals against San Antonio, when they were down by, I think, double digits going into the fourth quarter, he lost his headband in the middle of the fourth quarter, and he single-handedly bought the Heat back in Game Six. I think that was his defining moment. Where he was like, but I don't also, need this anymore. You know, Pat <laughs> Riley had a rule that LeBron, um, that they went through a thing for yeah. a minute when he was with the Heat because Pat Riley does not allow players to wear headbands LeBron or armbands or things because they worked it out. But initially, it was like a thing. Yeah. Because he's, you know. My Riley. high school coach actually didn't want headbands either. Really? Fun fact. What, what why? Was what was his reasoning? Yeah. He's just old school. Old school, like the team should be uniform? He's not so much. I mean,. He was very into fundamentals. Run the. I mean, I'm not. Let's not get into Josh Rodriguez's high school basketball career. Like, <laughs> well, let's. I, it's I, more no, I, I had a very good coach. Pat McFadden, what's up? If you're listening, miss you. You're a great coach. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so I have here Russell Westbrook. What did you guys think of Russell Westbrook and the, uh, the KD drama before the game? So, what did you expect between the two before the game started? Um, I expected. I expected KD to play the role that he did, which was very like passive, kind of like. I think he said in, a, in an interview before the game, just like, I'm not going to do anything. Like, I'm just going to play it cool. You know, the whole, I'm here to, it's an honor to be here. I just yeah. want to have a good time this weekend. I expected Russ to be a little more aggressive and maybe, like, give the bump. Maybe give the crowd something that they wanted to a see. A little more ju- juicy drama. I don't know. Russ is kind of like yeah. an I mean, anomaly. You, s- you don't know what you're going to get. So I would have wanted them to put on a little more theatrics for us. Okay, okay. You saw in the pre um, the pre interviews be- leading up to the game when Russ was asked about Katie during interviews, he d- um, diverted to fashion questions, Deflect. asking, yeah, what is your favorite fashion brand and right. things of that nature. I think it went, I'm with Christine, exactly how you'd expect it to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not have expected Russ to pass like a lob to KD or, you know, a sweet pass like that. I didn't think it would ever go that way. It went the way that I would expect it to. KD passing to Russ. Right. I felt like that was a muscle memory yeah. thing too. You know, because he spent well, eight years together used to looking on the wing and seeing Russ there. So it's you're all- going to kick it out. It was like a peace offering, an olive branch. It's also KD being the bigger guy in the situation, I, which he's been the whole I think he has to be, though. He had to be. But here's the thing, though. I Realistically, though, if he doesn't speak to him, they're not teammates anymore. They aren't supposed to be bonded and brothers. But they were friends. They were friends, but if they were friends, then why didn't KD call Russ and say, hey, I'm going to go ahead and roll out with the Warriors? A phone call. A text. He shouldn't have uh, had to hear that. that you little bro. Points you know, for Jill. Points for Jill. Points so for that, Jill. That, I mean, that's why I'm saying it's because you, you the talk about basically. I know that Russ can be difficult and some can people. Be. <laughs> 
Yes. Okay. Can, but he wants <laughs> to win. Emphatic. I think that his, you know, his heart is in the right place. But I also feel as though he took it personal, KD leaving because you feel like you can't win with me. So are we friends anymore after that? You could have been, but you didn't have a conversation with me. LeBron took D Wade on the private jet and told him. I don't think Russell would have taken the conversation well anyway. I think Russell would have the same I response. Think I think he'd be acting the same True. way. But at least you did your part okay. and not give him anything that can fuel the fire. Okay. Because that's it. The whole cupcake thing, the whole you're being soft, it felt like a passive-aggressive move. And, like, you're avoiding me and all of these things. And, again, no matter what, eight years we were in the trenches. We went to the finals together. I defended you. You defended me. We learned some things together. And if you want to move on, that's the business. But you owe me a phone call. That's okay. the very least. That's fair. So that's fair. That's fair. Uh, people in the chat, what do you guys think about Russ the KD? Russ passed to him first, and then KD um, alleyed it back. Did was he it? really? Yeah, it was a give and go. Oh, it was a give and go. Yeah, it okay. was a give and go. I what agree, Mark. Okay. I'm surprised they didn't shake hands after a little mini celebration. Yeah, that I was, was cool. looking at the replay you, though. You, you see that, Jill? Yeah. I did. When they, they, everyone went to the bench and the whole West squad, but was... they never actually like touched. Did you no, see? But did they you see Steph? Steph was like, oh, he was yeah. You know what it reminded me? This is crazy. I know this is like really weird to compare it to, but you know, like when you're in sixth grade and you play truth or dare. And then, like, I dare you to kiss Jack. And they kiss. And they kiss. <laughs> and then they kind of like shy away from yeah. each other. And they're like, But everyone in the party is like, ah! so to speak, whereas if you're not with me, you're against me, and there's nothing more to talk about. I'm going to play ball. I'm going to try and make you do what to do with these guys. Okay. I'm having a historical season, and okay. yeah. Um, I have down here Westbrook putting on a show, basically. I mean... 19 points in the first half. He, I'll give this to Russell. He plays hard all the time. Like He just loves the game. He just wants to win no matter what the situation is, no matter what game it is. I mean, I figure we can go down to the court right here, play two on two, player. and he's going to want to what do you mean? Come West Coast on, basketball player, it. Los Angeles, losing in high it. school, UCLA. Stop it. I just, you, listen, you, if you're it. in the chat room, and if you're listening to this, let's go on record. Right. This, the state with the top amount of NBA players currently is California. The best players currently state. are from Los Angeles. <laughs> Most of those players are from the Los Angeles area. There's a few in the Bay, so I don't want to mm. cut them out of the equation, but... The mecca of basketball is currently Los Angeles, California. Thank you very much. Anyway, moving on. Giannis is balling. Giannis <laughs> I'd say uh, he impressed me the most. Yeah. I mean, obviously because he was trying, but like it's nice to see him mixed in with these other players because mm-hmm. you know he's he's in Milwaukee. You really don't get to see him much, so a lot of other fans don't really. It's the you first know. time a buck was in it for a little while. Yeah, since Michael Redd, they said. Yeah. So wow, it, it yeah. was nice to see him compete and show that, like, even though it's an all-star game, no one's playing defense, that, like, listen, I'm just like you guys, and I'm, <laughs> I think he's going to take over the league in a couple he years. He really, I mean, one of the benefits to him is having Jason Kidd as a coach because he is, Jason is giving him his point guard tricks, little things, you know. Um, yeah. Giannis likes, Giannis likes to pass, so he helps him out. I think that his game, as it develops, especially considering... 
Did he play professionally in Greece before he joined the I don't Indians? think so. No? I, I, don't, just, okay. I don't know if I'm accurate on that. Okay. I know he came to the league very young, though. Okay, so you guys let us know in the chat room. You might he know. He probably played, like, international ball, like, if they had Olympics or, like, world games. He probably played for Greece, but I don't think he played pro. Pro, okay. I mean, it's just good to see. To me, that's another thing that the All-Star game is about. The vets like Carmelo and LeBron, you know, they're not going to do too much. They're tired. LeBron was turning LeBron up the night like before. 19 minutes. You know, yeah. so he, he wants to chill out, and he's, you know, in playoff mode. He's trying to figure out what we're going to do now that Kevin Love is hurt and the East is building up, building up a little bit, and you know the West yeah. was reloading, which doesn't really concern them. So I feel like it's the opportunity for these guys like Giannis, like an Isaiah Ryder, people that are up and coming that you aren't really going to see that much in many national games right. to see them in this type of stage. So I, agree. I appreciate someone like Kemba Walker, who's from the Bronx, New York, um, yeah. making his. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I'm from, by the way. Shout out Bronx. Shout out to the Bronx, but right. you know, Kimball Walker. <laughs> he's just over there. Nah, in nah, Char- you're is right, he you're still right. in Charlotte? Yeah, yeah he's still he in Charlotte. Is. <sighs> um, I got here. Warriors, you know, the four, they they went on with AD. That was pretty cool to see the Warriors together. And they actually did well. You know what I like? I don't know if you guys saw when um, they had the microphone on Steve Kerr. And Steve Kerr is such a smart guy. Because he's like, okay, what plays do you guys want to run? What plays? I'm going to do a little scouting yeah. while I'm here, too. What plays do they run for you? <laughs> and they kind of fell into it. But I think it, one, kind of shows his personality as a coach. Yeah. And that's cool to see. And his thought process. And two, it was smart. Because if you learn little tricks and things, you're going to look for them in the games. <laughs> you know, He likes it here. He likes it on the yeah. wing. He wants to pick it up down low. So, I I appreciate that. Christine, were you proud of your Warriors tonight? I was really proud of them. Yeah. It almost felt like when they were on the floor and whoever they subbed out for that fifth spot was just like little, almost like a little tryout. Like, who fits in best <laughs> with this like, little starting yeah, five? They had Anthony at first and then yeah, they had uh, DeAndre. De- yeah, DeAndre Jordan. So that was cool to see representing WNC. If you're tired of your good. head captain all in the videos, <laughs> come to death row. <laughs> oh my god, poor Steph got posterized oh, so bad during the game. Man, and then he just laid down. Like, I, you gotta love his sense of humor. Him. Steph knows when not to like push something. I, yeah. I'll appreciate that about him because he was yeah. like, you know what, I'm gonna just take this L and right. lay down. And he got out of the way. I was like, good look, Steph, because yeah. that was not cute. I like that he tried bang. to take it to the rim. He you did. Know? He actually got up there. That, that would have been probably that the play been of the game. He did have one dunk, though. Yeah. He had at one yeah. point yeah. in the third yeah, but quarter. There was one read through that got you know, yeah, into he the lane. Right back when he didn't get up there, though. Yeah. So, that would have been crazy. Short-sighted. I mean, you I know. Give my boy Steph some love. I, 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 listen, Steph <laughs> is the child of... No, Delden. I'm sorry. I was about to attribute Del to the Lakers, and that's Michael Curry. You know, Del was Charlotte. Yeah. yeah getting your Curry's mixed up. So, yeah. No, my light skins, not my Curry's. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the fourth quarter was just basically the Anthony Davis show. You can tell that the West was pushing for him him. to be the MVP, which was kind of interesting because Russell Westbrook was on the floor for the first, like, six minutes of that quarter, and he was gunning for MVP. I thought they were feeding it to him at first, and then I saw them kind of switch gears. Russ was feeding himself because that's what Russell does. Listen, listen, listen. (laughs) No Russell Westbrook slander shall prosper. I do think that Russ was like, yo... Let me remind you guys, I I'm here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wait, can he, we just talk two about... Time, two-time uh, All-Star Game MVP. Yeah. yeah. And James Harden, when did you score? Late in the second half? Ooh, shots fired. Yeah, he was the I'm most disappointing. And he had 10 turnovers. He was the most yeah. disappointing on the West for yeah. me. I expected him to just come up real quick and show everybody what, you know, all these, like, Houston Which headlines Which party were about. you at last night, James? Ooh. Is that what it was? I mean, because James Ooh. gets it in. He does... 
they all get it. They all get it in, but yeah. I'm just saying, you know, his effort was lackluster. Yeah. So, you know, maybe he's just burnout. I've been an all-star a couple times. I'm cool. Yeah. And I was just disappointed that East didn't make a game out of it. Because usually sometimes, usually sometimes it makes no sense. But sometimes, you know, five minutes left to go in the game, it's like a three-point game, and all of a sudden, they're playing. Like, they're really yeah. playing. I was hoping for that, because those are my favorite all-star games, when it's like five minutes left, and like, oh, crap. No one stepped up, this. though, to kind of no, leave that I chart. Think it's John not like Wall wanted to. I was John hoping was to see ball. something from too. him. You know, yeah. Paul George looked like he was trying. He just had an off night. He yeah. kept shooting. Yeah, but well, like, LeBron wasn't leading the charge for them. LeBron was kind of out there. Yeah. And nobody was, like, like, giving I'm them that far. Night yeah, off. But, but honestly, in an all-star game, all you have to do is play defense for, like, four straight possessions, get a steal, get a block, and then you're right back in it because the other team's not playing defense. Yeah. I just feel like the East didn't do that. They just let the West do whatever they wanted to do. They let Anthony Davis score, like, 20 points in the fourth quarter. Because they're... it was 20. I'm just making stuff up in my head, but, like, I know it was close to that. Yeah. I was just kind of disappointed that I wish it, it, it would have been a game. I think that they're all focused on, all right, where are we going to spend the rest of our I'll start break vacation. Yeah. And, you know, this is just whatever. I really feel like everyone's head seemed to be elsewhere, really in vacation mode. Yeah, I agree. They're and probably I, like, where's that? Where's, is lit? Where's the text for after the game? Vegas real quick. What's going on? Houston with it? So Anthony Davis breaks the All-Star Game record with 52 points. He gets All-Star Game MVP in New Orleans. And then he broke all types of records too. Yep. He um. I sure did. You got a Jill? Yes, I do. Go ahead. My notes closed. He. I know you have some. Um. So I'm moving slow, guys. Sorry. Damn it, Jill. Yeah, I know. This so he had. First of all, he had 18 dunks in the All Star game. Four more than any team has had in a game this season. Wow. Do you want to guess the team that has 14 dunks in a game this season? Los Angeles Clippers. I was just gonna say Clippers. Close. Lakers? Yes! Who's really? falling out of control on the Lakers right now? I, well, line. you know, this happened February 15th, so this just happened last weekend. But you have to think, you know, on any given night, D'Angelo Russell, maybe. He's, not, he's had a Larry Nance. Larry Nance. Okay. Um, Ingram, you know. Does, he gets Julius Randle doesn't really get up like that. Uh, mm. Maybe Luke on a, I mean, not Luke. Good Lord. Lou. Will. No. On occasion, I'm saying to contribute to yeah, your yeah, total yeah, number. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So, but that, that surprises yeah. me. The Lakers. That really surprised me. Young and fun. And then fun more good news occasion. for New Orleans. No, DeMarcus Cousins is the Yo, newest member buddy. of the New Orleans Pelicans. Fresh off the press. Right after the game. How crazy is that? But I... I Again, we talked about this actually during the game when I got here to watch the second we, half. We, we discussed it, yeah. He um, didn't play very much. He, I got a stat line already. Two minutes, three points. One for three. And the claim was he was a little <laughs> dinged up, and that's why they held him out. But nope. the trade rumors had been circling all weekend, so yeah. I wasn't surprised to hear that he got traded. New Orleans seemed, it was interesting to me that they came to the forefront, and especially because he got traded for a snack pack and a little bit of nothing. I mean, well, Tyreek. Buddy, Heal, Buddy Heal's a prospect, basically. But, I mean, Tyreek's I injured all the time, yeah. and he was a king before, so. Right. A first round draft pick. Um, Langston Galloway, a former New York Nick, who's at best a backup point guard. But, you, but yeah. Boogie is one of the young stars of okay. the league at this time. I agree. I'm going to play devil's advocate, though, because I'm a Nick fan. And you saw with trading for Carmelo Anthony did. Now, it's kind of a different situation because the Pelicans weren't going anywhere. My Knicks, in my opinion, had a bright future. Would you, you know, take a risk and build around someone who hasn't proven that he can lead a team? I mean, even in my case with Melo... 
you know, Melo led the Nuggets to the playoffs a bunch of times. Yeah. DeMarcus hasn't done anything. I, but is he coming? Is he coming to be the leader, or is it still Anthony? Because yeah. I think that that's, that's exa- going to be yeah. a problem. Right. I believe it's still Anthony Davis's team. Exactly. And they're mm-hmm. looking for um, Boogie's passion. Right. Boogie can be an emotional leader, and depending upon which night you catch him. How is that going to work out? Right. But I think Anthony Davis is not the type of leader yet, at least, that can get his team to rally sort of around him and right. play for him and strike that emotional chord. So I think they need some of that toughness. Anthony Davis, no matter how gifted he is, and we all you know, have heard the prospects, he's up next and what have you, but as far as in the locker room and even just on the floor, he doesn't give that type of emotional response that some teams need. Okay. Maybe it's a vet but position, but... I'll ask you, Christine, now do you think DeMarcus Cousins and his emotions are a good thing? Because obviously he leads the league in technicals all the damn time. He's constantly thrown out of games, you know, he throws yeah. a lot of temper tantrums, and he seems to be borderline uncoachable, so is it worth it to you? I think it's worth it, because I think it's going to put the Pelicans in a different conversation now that they need to be in, which yeah. I, I think, you know, at least becoming the eighth seed, you know, just okay. they, they need that kind of power from Boogie, and I feel like it's going to be, there's going to be some growing pains for sure, kind of yeah. just adjusting to that and working around him, but I think it'll be a good thing. It could be like the Rasheed Wallace factor when he was traded from Portland to the Hawks for that half a day, and then he ended or up in Detroit, Detroit yeah. and not that I think the Pelicans are going to win the title or, you know, maybe even yeah. make the playoffs, but I mean, I think it advances them forward, like Christine said, um, and in the right situation, that type of emotion could be tempered and used in a different way. It depends on the coach and maybe the teammates, so. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, I think DeMarcus Cousins is very, 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 very talented. What do they say in the chat? You're Warriors smiling. versus Pelicans in the first round. Imagine. Oh, is that my what you think? God. That was two years ago. That happened two years ago. I mean, ago. it did. It, it did. did. I can see. Yeah. Right now, who's there? Utah? Um, no, Utah's up there. Right now, it's the Nuggets. Nuggets are AC. Nuggets are AC. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting. They've kind of snuck in there quietly under the radar. Yeah, but made the a couple eight, of moves. They're like 10 games below 500. They're eight seed in the West, which is weird because the West usually you need it's to ball out. It's usually packed and it's yeah. really tight mm-hmm. to get there. So, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It, I mean, anything could happen in that spot and I think if they make it back to the playoffs I'm speaking Pelicans yeah um, it'll definitely be a boost for them because you had high expectations for them and so far they sort of flamed out I know they've had a lot of injury issues but yeah and my thing with DeMarcus Cousins if I'm a GM I wouldn't want to start a team around him but to your point Anthony Davis is already there so he's kind of more of a complimentary piece. Yeah. And if he can accept that being the number two, because I do think he has to be the number two in that situation. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not saying, like, fall back number two. Just number two. Like, 1A and you're 1B. It's not that right. serious. If he can accept that and, you know, they can build around him, get a guard in the draft because they just got a first-round draft pick. Well, no, they gave up a first-round draft pick. Never mind. But, you know, I, I think that it could happen. But I'm not sure if... I they wanna... still have Drew Holiday, right? Yeah, but he might go. They're looking to trade him, too. I know the Knicks are interested in Drew Holiday. I would like him, but I don't know. I I think there's a long way to go, but I think for DeMarcus Cousins, if you're going to trade him somewhere, if he's going to go somewhere, he needs to go He needs to go to a place where there's already a superstar, and I think that New Orleans could be that, you know, so place that he does Steve well. Steve Herman said that they're, um, the Pelicans are two and a half games out of the ace spot, right. so they could oh, actually make it in. They this can, could but, be a but real, how well like, are they reality. Quit, you know what I mean? And that, this is what we talk about all the time. I mean, a lot of people but just I assume... Just, my point I just made, Rasheed Wallace came to the Pistons I get and they won a title. I get that, but at the same time, it's like, how are they going to mesh? Now you got two big guys. You know, how are they going to share the same space? Yeah, because we've seen how they worked out. Are you going to maximize both of their abilities? You know, a lot of basketball is chemistry. It really is. At the end of the day, you have to maximize each player on the court and their abilities. Yeah, you have two players now, but who's going to get the ball in certain situations? And is that something that is Alvin Gentry's um, strength? That's the Pelicans head coach. I mean, and I'm not saying it's not going to work. Who knows? I'm. It just. I don't. 
we've never seen DeMarcus have a teammate, really. Right. He, I mean, in fairness to DeMarcus, he didn't really have help in Sacramento. He had Isaiah Thomas for a little bit before he blew up. He had yeah. Tyreek Evans a little bit. But DeMarcus never really had help. So I'm curious and interested to College. see. College. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested to see how it's, he's going to It's going to make the second work. half of the season definitely more interesting. That's I guess sure. so, but I don't think anyone's taking the Pelicans very seriously in general. I mean, they're a first-round exit at best. I mean, it makes are, next year. It makes next year yeah, really um, and this exciting. Yeah. But I think... As Christine said, it's a great boost for their confidence. And the reality is, even if they were the fourth seed, they still weren't realistically playing for the title right. this yeah. year. So it's really for next year anyway. Right. Um, but can we talk about a trade that happened on the East a couple of days ago? Serge Ibaka to the Raptors. Means absolutely nothing. Yeah. You don't think so? Nope. I think it helps them out. Nope. Because, no? Nope. I'm not a Raptors fan. Listen, I, I don't like the way they play. I think they take a lot of bad shots. I think the Rosen's very talented. We were talking about this. Yeah, we, we got that the conversation. Game. They take a lot of like step back, mid range jumpers, and analytically, those are the worst shots you can probably take. I think DeRozan's good, but I think he's a little overvalued. I think Lowry's good, but I think he's also a little overvalued. I don't like the way they play offense or defenses. But in the East, so... I get that, but they're not going to beat the Cavs. And no, I think I, not. I think the Celtics are better than them, and I think the Wizards are better than them. To me, they're the fourth best team in the East. I don't think they're going anywhere, and I don't think Abaka does anything to put them over the top. He's great defensively. Don't get me wrong. But you kind of have Dallas Junis there already. So you, you, you're you going to play them both at the same time, maybe. They don't really move the ball that well. So what is he going to do for you offensively? Well, they might have found a gym in DeLon, right, since they've cleared up. Yeah. You know, they have wing space since they shipped Terrence Ross out. So um, I'm just curious to see what they're going to do because a couple of seasons ago we were talking about the Raptors kind of moving into that upper tier yeah. in the East, and they just fell short two well, years in a row. The, they were the upper tier. They were in the Eastern Conference Finals last year, so obviously they are good. I just don't think their ceiling's that high, and I don't like the way they play personally. I love the fan base. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. it's crazy because I I root for them because I love their fan base. I love the vibe that Toronto gets off and everything. But when I watch them play, they turn me off. Just turn off. Yeah, they turn me off. Okay. Yeah. Not to the point where I'm like, oh, I hate them, but to the point where it's like, ah, nah, I don't, I'm not feeling Doesn't this right now. You. Okay, gravitate yeah. them. Yeah. All right. So guys, I give the All Star Game an F. I'm gonna stick with a D. D. I'm gonna stick with my C minus. C minus, guys. What do you give the All Star Game in the chat and back at home? I'm saying F. But <laughs> as well as the dunk I, contest, we didn't do a dunk contest. Well, I said F for dunk yeah. dunk contest really quick. Uh, I said C minus. C minus. Yeah. Okay. I'll say C minus. I mean, I think C minus overall is my grade for the weekend because I don't have high expectations for right. it. And so you it started, started low. Yeah, and it, I mean, you know, there are moments that um, I connected with, but for the most part, yeah. I'm just really excited because this time next year we'll hopefully be at the yes! All Star Weekend because it'll be in, be in Los, Los Angeles. Ooh, wait, hold up. Look, I, this oh. might be backwards. I'm not doing it. I don't know. There we go. I wish I can't. One of these I can't ways. do one for New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah it doesn't exist. We'll never get there, Josh. It's just end. not gonna. I got an end go. I don't know. I'm gonna even try because I'll accidentally throw up a gang sign and get shot somewhere. We don't want that. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, that wraps up our co- coverage for the NBA All Star Weekend in New Orleans. Like I said, I give it a whole F because it's me i don't know just very very disappointing very very disappointing <sighs> any, any final thoughts christine i'm glad the weekend's over <laughs> <laughs> my final thoughts um westbrook and harden mvp we're gonna see who's taking over the last oh, part of the season snap. that's a whole nother conversation that's right i race. just wanted to throw it out that's there conversation just wanted to throw it out there it's gonna come down to those two right. we're gonna see who's gonna overtake all right and i'd be glad to have the conversation on twitter where you can find me at josh underscore rodriguez underscore i'm also on bhl sports weekly thursdays at seven love to debate so hit me up let's do it christine 
And I'm Christine Alexis. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Christine Bean. I'm not a regular on the Sports Weekly Talk, but I love basketball. <laughs> we could talk basketball all day, so find me on Twitter. Hit me up. I'm Jill Monroe. You can find me everywhere at Stiletto Jill. You can hit me up there to talk sports. You can also check me out on jacksonstilettojill.com for sports and pop culture gossip. And on AfterBuzz TV Wednesdays at 7 o'clock Pacific Time on the Star After Show. I highly recommend checking out her blog. She does a very good job with that if you Don't like sports blog. and yeah. entertainment. Guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks to everybody in the chat. If you were listening on iTunes, please give us five stars. YouTube, thumbs up. Leave comments because after you comment live, they go away. And we want to know what you think. Ooh. So, like and I said. And we talk back. Yeah, we. I love to talk back. Like I said, I love to debate. So hit me up anytime. Hit these ladies up anytime. And thanks for watching. Take care. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Let's go next. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. They do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 